Oh, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Hanukkah, and all that good stuff from Game Night. I am one of your hosts, Jason Rose. Joining me, as always, is my good friend. Ah, me, Eric. Eric King. Howdy. Hello. Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. Do you you have a cocktail? I do. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I'm having having some winter break drinks. Then it's on to the New Year's resolutions and being good. Well, you deserve it. Um, yeah, and it's been a it's year. Funny, you know, <laughs> people that watch this might be like, this guy's just an alcoholic. I swear, I don't drink very mm. much. Just, I get on this. Talking about video games uh, with Eric here just makes me want to enjoy a beverage and let it, yeah. you know, it, that's, it's yeah. part and parcel. It's, it's fun. I did have a rum and eggnog earlier, but since you were a bit late, I crushed that and I'm on to something else. <laughs> You know, I, here's my thing with eggnog. I like eggnog the way it is without alcohol. I would rather just drink the whiskey and then the eggnog. You know what I mean? I don't know. It's one of those things. It's like I just don't I don't care to mix them because I just prefer the eggnog. It's I don't know. It's Maybe it's a childhood thing. Maybe it's just because I always liked eggnog as a kid and I don't like corrupting it with alcohol. <laughs> or maybe I don't want to corrupt the whiskey with the eggnog. I don't know. Like I like them it's both the last, way they are. Your last <laughs> message of your childhood that you refuse to corrupt. That's great. <laughs> yeah, that everything else is it. <laughs> no, but it's it's definitely a preference. Some people absolutely despise it. I I actually mm. use rum, although some people do use whiskey. I think the the white rum always mixes really well with the eggnog, and it's it's only like a, a holiday drink anyway. So even yeah. if I don't love it, I suck it down. It's tradition. Oh, yeah. I think you can turn your volume up just a touch, by the way. I can turn my volume right, up yeah. just a touch. All right. How's just, that? Is just, that any better? That's, 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 that's better. I feel like All that'll right. get us more on a similar, yeah, similar I'll just volume. move closer. That's about Dude, I've had so many technical difficulties lately. I've spent literally like, well, I got, I got a new cam, I got a, this mirrorless camera, 4K yeah. camera, which is, which is nice, but then You're getting very that set up. Clear, I gotta say. It's, it's really nice. I like it a lot. And then, <laughs> And then I was recording a video today. I spent like 20 minutes making this video about TV shows. I go and listen to it and it's just, it sounds like crap. And it turns out that my, 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 just my mic cable had, had gone bad. So this new mic cable is fine and and is working great, but oh my God, so many, (laughs) another, the other day I was, I couldn't get sound out of, I, I recorded a video. And I published it and I was listening and I was like, there's no sound. It didn't render the sound. What's wrong with Photoshop? What's going on? Well, it turns out that my computer had switched my audio source in Windows. Mm-hmm. But but in Photoshop, I could hear my everything fine. So I didn't think that the that the the source of the audio had been changed, but I it actually yeah, I was just I have just had a week of this shit. <laughs> like yeah, literally I, one thing after another with my computer. <laughs> I mean, anyone who's done anything tech and, and and equipment has had their fair share of nightmares and sometimes yeah. it's just inexplicable you don't even know why it didn't work like i recorded a, an episode i interviewed these guys uh from final fan tv um they're an upcoming like final fantasy youtube account and they're great guys but i literally did nothing different than what i did right now and it my my audio was garbled static yeah. garbage and I couldn't salvage it. I mean, it, you could listen to it, but it was annoying. And I'm like, I couldn't figure out why. Same mic, yeah. same everything. I don't know. 
It's bizarre. It's it's and and half the time it's user error or here's one thing that's happening lately. You know, I play a lot of Call of Duty, and I cannot get my frame rate above, and I'm talking like 40 frames per second. I have an RTX 3080 graphics card.、Mm-hmm. I have a AMD Ryzen 7 3700 CPU. I've got 64 gigabytes of RAM. I'm on a nice. Everything in my computer is. It's not the nicest you can get, but it's up there. You know what I mean? It's up there. And I'm playing right now on a 1080p monitor, 30 360 hertz monitor because I wanted the fastest refresh rate I could get. And I cannot get. Frames like I should be getting 150, 170 frames per second easily with my. And this、setup. is a new problem. Well, you know, before I, I thought it was, you know, I was getting maybe 80, 90, and I thought, well, this isn't great. Like it could be better, but I was playing on a ultra widescreen monitor. You、okay. know, you know, which is a high resolution. Well, and then and then this, I don't know. Just recently, I just cannot get. Decent frames. I can get them in other games, so I think it's something to do with the game and my system specifically. I don't know because one of my squad mates I play with has a not nearly as nice of a computer and is getting much better frames. And I have tried turning down the settings to garbage settings, and, and I still nothing, nothing fixes it. It's infuriating. There, there is nothing worse than having like tech problems where something、uh, isn't working.、Yeah. You know, it should work, and yeah, like it's infuriating. I, I, my wife says, "Like you know, what's the big deal?" I'm like, "You know, it doesn't have to look, you know, this." I'm like, "No, it absolutely has to look to, like this. It has to perform. Like for me, it's like, well, with a game like where I'm trying to be competitive, I don't really care how it looks so much as how it. You know, no, I want, of course, I, I want、yeah. frames. You know, I want, I want that steady, at least 120 frames per second in a shooter. I mean, I would take 60 frames per second at this point." <laughs> like it's just、mm-hmm. it's so frustrating. I I and I am I've been running benchmarks. It all seems fine. I am so confused. I thought going down from the ultra wide to a 1080p would fix it, but no, it's it's nuts. I have some.、Uh, maybe I could help you with troubleshooting advice. Have you tried restarting your PC? <laughs> I blew. I restarted it. I hit it really hard on the side, and I did. I did. Is that the best when、it. you call like a when you call <laughs> the tried and true compressed air? Is that the、dusty. best to call like a troubleshooting line for some problem? Have you resetted your machine or your phone or whatever? I'm like, oh my god! But you know, to to their credit, yes, a lot know, of people yeah, haven't. There's a lot of people have no clue and didn't do it. Yeah, I. Oh my god, dude! Like people are so dumb. Like I remember yes, when I、are. worked, I worked at a Staples for a while, and I worked in the tech department, and. People would bring their computers in that needed fixing. This lady brought her computer in, the laptop. We opened it up, and like lettuce fell out of it. It was like there was like food detritus in the laptop, and I was like, "Man, this is this is why it's not working." You're 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 such a freaking slob that you have be- food in your laptop. So, like, you, so you didn't restart the PC, is what you're telling me? I don't even remember. Or you get the, or you get, or you get the guy that brings it in. He's like, my laptop's not working, and you, you, you check the internet history or something, and it's like, oh, that's why. Yeah, <laughs> you、oh, should not have gone、why. to those websites. <laughs> you shouldn't be on the dark web looking for cannibal <laughs>、yeah. stuff. Anyway,、yeah. <laughs> this is game night, and this、yeah. is officially our episode number three. I sort of screwed up the numbering last episode because I forgot we did an episode zero, 
And I thought last episode was a three, but this is actually our official third one. But anyway, we yeah. Should, we should do Roman numerals for all our episodes. So that, I think we should. You know, I, 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 M. Yeah. I actually mm-hmm. listened to a Roman history podcast that, Ooh. that does their, uh, their episodes like that. It's quite cool. That's cool. Um, yeah. But yeah, we talk about all your favorite gaming, film, TV, culture stuff, and we complain about a lot of stuff. We bitch about tech tech issues, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Uh, and you can find us on, what is our Substack anyway? Gamenight.substack.com. Yeah. We post there, and from there it's uploaded to most of your preferred podcast stuff, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and we're on YouTube for the video where you could actually see me wearing my ugly sweater and my Ooh, Santa it's really hat. ugly. Please Eric show us the opted, sweater. Eric opted to not participate this evening. And for those at home who aren't on the oh, video, God. you won't be able to see this, but my ugly sweater is Donald Trump in a sumo outfit eating sushi. Like straight and out of Street Fighter. At like a, <laughs> a, a, a value village, and I had to buy it, and it's just fantastic. So, yeah, that's my sweater. It's quite, yeah, I didn't, I don't have an ugly Christmas sweater, honestly. I, I do enjoy Christmas quite a bit, quite a bit. And we have, you know, our lights up and our tree up and all that stuff. But I just, I've never gotten an ugly Christmas sweater before. So I want an ugly Christmas hoodie. Unless you get on it or order it like well in advance, they're actually hard to find because so many people are like the, the pickings. It, it, like if you actually go out, if you were to go out and look look for one now, I bet you they'd be quite difficult to find. Oh, I'm sure it would be. Yeah, yeah. No, I I haven't. I feel like one has to just fall in my lap, basically. Like why I, I'm not going to go looking for one. Someone's got to give it to me, or I've got to be at a store and just see it in a in a bin, you know. Mm-hmm. Or I've got to knit it for myself when I learn how to knit someday. You know, or crochet, yeah, or crochet, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So what the or hell's been going it. on, man? I know it's a busy mm. time of year. Christmas is, it is, yeah. I mean, I don't know where the time goes. It's like what three days away now, something four like days that. away. Is, is, does Canada have the same Christmas as the United States? <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> Christmas Which, is you know, the only thing that's just... different is Thanksgiving. Our Thanksgiving yeah. is and, different, and the Fourth of July. You guys. Well, Canada we don't even have boat on well, that one. We don't have a Fourth of July. On July first, we have Canada Day. Yeah, see, you're like, yeah. we're gonna sneak this in before your day. We're yeah. just gonna sneak it in on the first. <laughs> but you do fireworks like on go, Halloween, right? We, yes, but uh, what's that? Say again. Do you, don't you do fireworks like on Halloween or something? Or no, like we do not do day? that. When do you do fireworks? Do you have a fireworks day? Oh, on July first. Oh. I don't remember that. When I lived in Canada, I swear to God, they did fireworks on a different day completely. Or, or when, or when Diwali happens and our entire cities just start blowing up. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. Funny. I, but yeah. The, wow. Go ahead. And, and it's also the winter solstice today while we record this. It won't be Lovely. the winter solstice when people list, but it is the first day of winter, the shortest day of the year. Okay. And from here on out, the days get longer. There was our education moment. I like learning about that stuff. I'm generally... All, yeah, all the way to my birthday, which is right at the summer solstice. Which is? June 20th, June 21st, right in there. All right. That, my son's so. the 24th. Oh, nice. Yeah, one of the he, longest days of the year. His nickname is... Well, it's not actually this, but we just reversed it 24-7. Mm-hmm. 
Nice. So, what have you been? You get anything cool? You've been watching anything? You've been working on anything? Um. Well, I've been working on year-end stuff, like my best shows and best and worst shows list. I'm trying to put together my best games list. You know, all the 2022 retrospective stuff. Um. I a lot of the stuff's over now. You know, I guess I watched part of the Game Awards, which I, I know we're gonna get into later. Yep. Um. Yeah, I, I'm rewatching Vox Machina. Have you watched that show? The cartoon made after the critical. No, role. It, it's is it an anime? It's like Western anime. It's Western not really anime. anime. Yeah, I've I've heard about it. So good. I'm, I'm it? watching it. I'm watching it for the third time. Uh, it's it's just one, but the second one comes out next month. Okay. okay. So it's wonderful. If I can it. watch a show three times in one year, that's a pretty good sign. That is, uh, that, that's impressive. I, I wouldn't be able to, I wouldn't be able to fit that in, but, um, it's short, yeah, we'll you know, in, I like the short episodes. <laughs> we'll do the, we'll do the game of the year stuff. I think next year, next year, yeah. like next our, year. our personal, you know, we'll leave it. Yeah. No, that's um, a good idea. And once the year's officially over, we'll do that. Um, I personally, yeah, I mean, I, on the anime sort of note, I did finish the that Cyberpunk Edge Runners. I need to finish that. It's so I've good. I've watched like four episodes, I think. It's, I really it's liked it, yeah. man. Like I, yeah. I thought it was good and I like I didn't play Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. I do want to. Mm-hmm. I had a middling I know you're you you lost complete interest, it wasn't for you, but Totally. I guess there's a couple characters that are in the game that are touched on in the game at least that are in this anime, but I liked it a lot. I thought they did a good job in the universe and to craft a, a story. And, you know, it doesn't, it's not like they're trying to build this greater franchise. It's just like a contained story with these characters. Mm. Um, maybe some stuff carries over, but I loved it. The episodes were short and there was only 10 of them. And it kind of worked. Sweet, right? Yeah. And it had a good, like, vibe. Like, they use like a Franz Ferdinand song for the intro and then the outro was like this jazzy sort of uh, noir sort of exit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it captured like a really good vibe for an it's, anime. I, oh, yeah, no. I dig it. I, I Man, I need to finish it. I'm, I'm just going to have to sit down. Like I think I, I watched the first four episodes all at once and then I, you know, I just got busy and so many other things. And, um, But I do, I do like... You know, there's just a lot of crap also these days, so it's nice to get something that's just kind of like straightforward, doesn't you know, doesn't fuck around, just yeah, tells a good story, good characters, because uh, there's they're just there there feels it feels to me like there's so much stuff where you're just like what were what were they thinking? This is not like the Willow show. I've been watching that, mm-hmm. and I love Willow, but Same. every time I watch the show, and I'm just like, what? This doesn't feel like Willow at all. What are they thinking? And so it's nice when you see like an adaptation or a spin-off, like you know, stay true to what it's trying to. You know, like Cyberpunk. I haven't, I didn't, didn't play much of the game, but at least they're not trying to take this anime and do something completely different from the game. You know, they're trying, they're staying in that universe with a different style and a different approach, but it's still true to the story, for sure. And like, yeah, I. Unfortunately, I was really excited for the Willow show, and what I've heard is just unfortunate. Because, you know, I could watch Willow now, and it's still great. It's always great. Every time I watch it. 
like there's a couple of effect shots with some of the large monsters that Val Kilmer fights that obviously don't hold up that well, but it's not like it ruins it. It holds you know? up pretty well, though. I, exactly. Like, like, not really. like, they do a pretty good job with it. Like, yeah, it looks fakey now, but of course, like, but so does Lord of the Rings. If you go back and watch Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings, like a lot of stuff looks fakey. Some That's fine. Some early awesome. to mid, even to late, like right 2010 CGI stuff. Yeah. Some of it doesn't look good. So yeah. whatever. I think that movie's great. It's actually, it's, so it's great. like, it's like one of those, it's a, a, a kid film, but adults, it's adult oriented. Like mm-hmm. the never ending story was kind of like that too. It's all mm-hmm. those films in that era that like five year span actually trusted their audience and didn't kidify or adult things. It could be both. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I mean, um, even something like the Goonies, I would say is like, yes. that, you know, where, and these where movies they... today, they don't get made. They would not get made. Hmm. No. I mean, yeah, not, I mean, I'm sort of amazed that some of them got made anyways. Like, Willow has always been a bit of a tragedy because I I really wish they'd followed it up with something when, you know, when Val Kilmer was younger. What a great character Mad Mardigan is, you know? Of course. You know, he's... I bet you they tried. I don't... I haven't haven't looked into... uh, I think they just didn't make enough money, you know? Maybe. Or, or, yeah, or Val. I mean, knowing enough or reading a bit about Val as he was coming up, I don't think he was the easiest guy to work with. Maybe not. Uh, (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so he probably was like, "You got to pay me this to do this," and they're just like, "Yeah, we can't make this work," which is unfortunate. Yeah. But great film. Yeah. So, oh, and I saw Avatar, the new Avatar. Have you seen that yet? Yes. Uh, no, I haven't, and I, I have no rush to see it. I did not like the first film. I never really got it. Uh, to me, it was a. I mean, it was sold mostly on the technology by James Cameron just jerking off 3D and. That was the biggest. It's funny because I don't. I feel like most people don't remember the era that Avatar came out in, which was this massive 3D push, technology push, and everyone's like, "Wow, let's put the glasses on." And then mm-hmm. we soon realized how dog shit that actually was to do. Uh, the story was just so cliched. I, I never, the characters <laughs> to me, I was like, I, I don't really. I, I don't know. It just nothing about it was great. I watched it. I was like, okay, that was fine and i never really thought about it ever again i never understood how that was the most highest grossing film of all time i couldn't really get it but yeah i think i mean i think a big part of that was the 3d you had to pay more to see it in 3d and everybody was like whoa 3d movies cool let's do that and so then it made a bunch of money um it's interesting watching the new one obviously the technology has gotten a lot better but you know, it's the same thing where it's like, well, okay, cool. There's there's this CGI that looks really great, and the 3D is interesting. And but the story is garbage. It just isn't an interesting story, and it's almost like a rehash of the first movie's story with a little, you know, which some changes. wasn't. Which I wasn't mean, any good? Yeah, it wasn't that good. Yeah. Like, it was just a cliched run of the. There was nothing. It was fine. Very, fine. It just could have yeah. been a lot better. You know, like. Like I always thought that the the stakes were pretty low. Like they send this guy, this guy who's paralyzed, you know, yeah. in his avatar, and he's supposed to track. Well, you know, if <laughs> if he had to go in and if you know to save somebody other than himself, rather than you know, because the whole idea was like, okay, you can go in, and we'll 
will fix you or whatever. And, and, but it, instead, if he had to save like a loved one and then he had to choose between like helping the Navi people or helping his family or something, that would have been more interesting. But it, yeah. it was just, you know, it was just, there wasn't really any high stakes or, or real tension. And it was very nice to look at. It was a pretty, you know, example of technology, but just a generic. So, and this was, you know, I was, I had high hopes. I was like, well, maybe they fixed some of the story stuff, but instead it was just another generic kind yeah, of I love, a disappointment. I love reading the, the reactions by these, these insane people that read your review. It's fantastic. Oh yes. That's very entertaining. Uh, what was the, the one? I, we don't have to go into what was the one. Like, why can't you just let things be things, man? Like, you know, I, you I get the craziest just, like, responses. Yeah, like, like I got one where someone was like, "You," because I mentioned my children. Because I go, with, I went with my kids, and someone's like, "You and your children sound like miserable people." I'm like, dang, bringing my kids into this. Wow, like that's the marker of a miserable person right there. Right. Uh, or, or like. One guy was saying, like, I can't, you know, Eric always focuses on silly things like dialogue. I'm like, like dialogue? <laughs> you know, like dialogue's important in a fucking movie? Like, I'm pretty sure that's kind of a big How part of How dare you movie. listen to the words that the film speaks? Like, if I was, like, critiquing an old, like, um, yeah, like a, like an old, like, black and white silent film or something, and I was, and I, and I talk shit about the dialogue, well, then you have something to say. But if, mm-hmm. You know, um, anyway, so that's what I've been watching lately. Stuff like that. I, uh, yeah. Um, the other things I watched real quick, I watched uh, ancient apocalypse. I'm not quite done. That's a Netflix documentary on, um, ancient civilizations and stuff. Graham Hancock. Interesting dude. Uh, he's been on the Rogan podcast a lot and he's super smart and he has some great theories. Archaeolo- a lot of scientists and archaeological people hate him, but that just kind of makes it more interesting. But, well, it's because he's been on the Rogan podcast, so we have to cancel Yeah, him. but also he, he <laughs> has these theories that, like, I'll, I won't try to fit it all in here, but it's very interesting to learn. He believes mankind's, our, our ability to create civilizations went back further than what we've actually found. And he believes there's tangible evidence found in some of the the lore and stories that old myths have told even religions like and he finds there is a lot of similarities between like like the the flooding of Noah's ark across all these myths across in various countries yeah. and places that would have had no contact whatsoever and there's just these other land masses and stuff i'm not i don't want to bore the people out there but it's it's incredibly fascinating i would recommend anyone that's interested in stuff like that find his rogan podcast and he has amazing theories about the end of the ice age and and just civilization in general and he's an incredibly smart individual i i I definitely recommend watching it for sure nice and Uh, go ahead sorry i was gonna say uh, as we discussed earlier, we have a, a musical interlude, which um, yes, maybe we could do before we move on to what we've been playing. Okay. Sure. We're going to take a quick intermission then. Yeah, quick intermission. <laughs> okay, no problem. Do you want to uh, want to touch on our game recommendation then just move right into our mis- intermission? Quick? Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, Let's so Tunic, So. Right? Yeah, our last, we do on uh, game night, we recommend a game... For us, we're going to go back and forth on it for us to play 
somewhat together and share our thoughts on. And last week's was, or last episode's, I should say, was Tunic. And we're going to carry that over preemptively because it's been a really busy time for Eric and I, uh, holidays, family, whatnot. But we both sort of played uh, to a certain extent. Uh, do you want to start? Yeah, no. So you're basically a fox. With a, and you, you're in like a top down, uh, Zelda like isometric perspective, and it, it shifts a little depending on where you go. And it's an interesting game because it doesn't tell you anything. All of the writing is in some sort of runic alphabet. There's no talking, there's no dialogue, there's everything is sort of, uh, it's sort of opaque. But it doesn't matter because you you know what you're doing. It's, you, you're walking around and you're you're swatting people with your stick. Um, <laughs> I thought the music was dope. Like oh. I really liked it. It's fucking cool music. If man. you like, actually, that... I don't know if you went back and listened to the edited version of our last podcast. I actually used the tunic score in the background for a lot of it. Oh, cool. Yeah, I listened yeah, to some it of it. It is but I, so it, good. It's really good. That was my favorite part of the game so far. I like the art style. I thought. I felt a little impatient with the with the gameplay. Um, I don't know. I I think I've just gotten really Im- curmudgeonly and impatient with anything that that doesn't really like grab me right away. But the 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 graphics and the and the sound and just kind of like the exploration, I really enjoyed all of that. Um, and I just don't think I got far enough in to really get a good sense of you know where the gameplay is going to take us. Uh, but man, I, I love the score was awesome. Like that's my yeah. favorite part so far. <laughs> it really was, and I'm with you. Like I, I, I share your thoughts on a bit of the um, the gameplay aspect. I I'm glad we're doing it for our game recommendation because I feel like part of me, if we weren't, I might drop it. Yeah, preemptively, and not because it's 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 a me problem, not the game problem. Right, it's fine. Uh, it's just where I'm at in my life right now. And I feel like in there is the game I want to find. I'm just not there yet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, a bit of the, the opaqueness coupled with the, the gameplay mild, I wouldn't even say frustration, but just mild ambivalence to it right out of the gate. Um, sort of kept me at arm's length, but we're going to keep playing. And I, like I said, the score, I like the visual style. I like some of the the story beats. I generally don't like games that are so obtuse at the onset, but that's okay. Uh, well, they need to. For me, they need to. I'm fine with that, but it, but only if the gameplay makes up for it. So, like yeah. a, a Dark Souls or something, where I'm super engaged immediately with the, with the gameplay, then it's fine. Uh, but here, but in Tunic, at least, it just feels like okay. It's it's just. And this is a problem a lot of games have, I think, is it's like, well, okay, like, it's fine, but I'm not really having a lot of fun. Like, I'm not really being challenged in a way that's engaging my gamer self, you know, like, mm-hmm. yeah. but it, it, yeah, so, but I, again, it's early days, so we'll see. So, yeah, keep forward, uh, keep playing Tunic. If any of you out there are, are following along. Uh, feel free to chime in with your thoughts. But yeah, we'll carry this over to the next episode and uh, and talk about Tunic. And we'll have some much more fleshed out thoughts. Um, hopefully much more positive. 
for the most part. And yeah, we'll go from there. But Tunic, yeah, I'm excited to play more. I just need a little bit more time. Mm, and since we're setting up the schedule here, um, this week, my music recommendation to coincide with the uh, inter intermission, it's my choice. So we're gonna, I'm going to go way back on this one. It is a game from my early days onset of gaming experience from the Sega Master System, a game called Zillion. And it is a, it actually had these really cool, like, well, I, I won't say cutscenes because they were more like stills, but like 80s anime stills that co- were in the game. And it, it's actually a really funky concept, the game Zillion. I'll, I'll just give you a really, really quick idea what the game's about is you have this character it's kind of like um a side-scrolling action shooter um where you have like a i'd say like a laser gun it's almost like the gun you use is almost looks like do you remember the sega master system light gun you could hook up i i don't think i had one i mean I, think I, the, you know the nes gun you yeah. use for duck hunt it's just the the sega master system sure. version yeah it's like this, it looked like a, a futuristic almost phaser. Uh, but zillions, you kind of, it kind of looked like that. And you would go into this, this underground, I guess you could call it sci-fi, uh, the style of it. And you'd go into these rooms and you'd have to like open these cabinets for these codes. And in, in each symbol, basically you'd have to collect four symbols in these rooms to unlock the next room. And each room was its own. It'd have enemies or like a laser field and shit like that. And you'd have to figure out these these things to move on. And you'd have to... There, Two of your partners were locked in this this mother base. And aside from that, the, the musical score was really, really, really good. And especially the opening song. And I'll kind of play that in our intermission here. Uh, and it'll take us into break. So yeah, this is Zillion. Um... We will be back in a few minutes for you guys. I don't know how long we're going to be gone, but 14 seconds or 14 years, it won't make a difference into the pipe in in, in the podcast. It will just be the length of the song. That's right. (laughs) So yeah, zillion. And uh, we'll be right back folks.
and we are back. We're back. Quick intermission. Hopefully, you guys have that, that <laughs> uh, musical selection. I know it's a little old with the chip tune stuff, but the vibe on that is awesome. Uh, please enjoy. Please look forward to it. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah, let's go with uh, so the game awards happened about a week ago now. Uh, I don't think we're too late on, on no, the game. No. We can still talk about it. If, you know, if, really I, quick, if I judged what I did based on being late, I'd never do anything. So well, That's kind of what this podcast is about <laughs> anyway. But, I mean, I'll just real quick, top of the head dome shit. I thought it was a great show. Um, uh, it was good. It was I better like than it's Jeff. been. Uh, I like his dedication. I respect what I he's done. I totally love him. He's so great, honestly. Like, I know he's gotten a lot of shit, but I just think what what a force of nature in the gaming community to 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 put this together just on his own like that, you know? I know he, and I know it's not just him, but he basically said we need a game awards show and he made it happen and it's it's had its share of goofiness. But good for him. And he you know, he had to put up with a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of those early sh- shows were not what he wanted. He had a vision no. for it. He had to put up with studio and corpos and telling him money. what should happen. The Joel McHale thing, you know, going on on. Yeah, money. He had to just shut up and take it on the chin a bit. And finally, over the last three years, although even the last two years, I felt the pacing was especially bad on the last show. But ultimately, yeah. I don't. Listen, man, I'm just nitpicking. Jeff's great. Anyone that gives him shit because of some Dorito thing ten years ago can. Oh my god, like, that stuff off. was so dumb. Anyways, like, like it's funny, I guess, for a second, but like, oh, corporate shill, dude. Please get in Jeff's position and try to do what he did. Please. Well, I mean, it. just like, or like every YouTuber ever has is 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 advertising something if they're making money. You know, like, sorry, like, what are you gonna do? Like, he he's he's not a. I mean. The, the, the line between journalist and content creator and entertainer and whatever has blurred so much at this point. Like, who gives a shit, honestly? Like, you need sponsors to make this stuff happen because people aren't paying for it. No one's paying for the game awards to happen. No one's paying for, you know, like, it's just the way of the world. And I think he's done a great job. He's always been a super nice guy, like, in my interactions with him, too. Like, I I don't know. I He got Al Pacino to... <laughs> He got Al Pacino yeah, to give who out. Cares, who cares that Al doesn't <laughs> care about video games? He showed Al's, up. Al was great. And honestly, I think Christopher Judge was great too. Okay. Well, well that's going to be our first disagreement. But I, um, I thought his speech was just reprehensible. Speech. I loved it. I thought he was so like just weird and like thanking people. And I love the gratitude. Just thanking everybody that was involved and like, it was totally way too long and ridiculous, but that's kind of the weirdness of the game awards. I like that it's weird and funky like that. Like instead of like the Academy Awards when I've got it down on lockdown, you know? I mean, I, listen, I respect your take. I, I, I can't, I just, I, I, the complete lack of self-awareness in terms of the length and just like the oh, yeah. meandering on, I was just like, does this is this dude like actually doing a bit, or is this real? <laughs> oh, it was definitely real, and we're not going to do our really really uh, segment this week. But that was going to be my one of mine. I was like, I can't believe this dude just rolled out on a a ten minute speech off the like right off the hop. 
and he's just it wasn't a speech it was just him talking about stuff he yes, didn't it have a speech. really yeah it really was and 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 here's the thing for me and why i i thought it was a kind of adorable actually um and i didn't see it when it when it aired i watched it later cuz i missed the first big chunk of the game awards that night um i i think he just he went up there and he just spoke from the heart like he was he was excited about all the people he worked with he said some really crazy weird things like how he just was going to quit the game because because uh, the game director changed from from Corey Balrog to uh, what's his face, like, but he also thanked like he just thanked such a wide range of people and talked about all that. And I just found it very interesting. It was different. I mean, listen, he seems like a good dude. Uh, he does. I mean, super upbeat, like, and just weird. <laughs> I like yeah, definitely, he's definitely <laughs> a different. Like just by looking at him, I mean, I love when you say, "Don't judge people." Listen, man, we get judged every day. Don't be naive. Like, <laughs> he kind of looks like a different guy, but that's he's, fine. Like, I mean, he, like yeah, that, roll with fun. that funky self. I'm right? wearing a Donald Trump Christmas sweater for Christ's sakes on so a ugly. third episode of our podcast. <laughs> might think I'm weird, like, and that's cool. It's just do you, man. I guess, uh, and it's not even like this massive thing. I was just like. I remember just halfway through his speech, I'm like, I can't believe this guy's still going. And then he just kept going. Yeah. I think I might have a different perspective because I watched it after the fact, specifically to watch it, uh, rather than like at the beginning of what I okay, know is going to be a three-hour show. Like yeah, I could fair. see how that'd be different. Um, and I'd already heard like people's reactions. So I went into it like already knowing that it was controversial. But then I watched it and I was like, oh, it's sweet. And he like... He, you know, he he talks to Sonny Seljic, the 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 actor who does um, Atreus, who yes. I may be I may be interviewing soon, actually. Which would be cool. Nice. Um, oh, I might have. Uh, I'm trying to interview the. Um, we'll get. You know what? We'll get to it. But he's the uh, the creator of Chain Echoes. Uh, oh yeah. It's, it's, a lot. Of, it has like a 90 on Metacritic or 89, and. Um, He's nice. a one he created by himself for five years. So yeah, that's that's yeah, amazing. We'll talk about yeah. it later. Anyway. Yeah. So, anyways, I thought that was neat. So there were a lot of cool things in the game awards, though. Real quick, I will say this though, as we're talking about Christopher Judge, I think everyone calling for him to be Kratos in the live action show is crazy. Yeah. I just don't think he I mean, I think you need someone with a certain physical presence. And it's not like he's a small guy. He's, but, but he's not as young as people think he is. No, he's, and he's, it's, it would be really hard for him to like bulk up without like a ton of CGI. Like, like you need somebody who is really freaking ripped. And it's going to be, I'm still just like, do we need a live action God of War show? Yeah, like, no, that's we need more... an animated God of War show because, and then you could use his voice, which is perfect. His voice is perfect. Yes, like he's that. You're exactly right. It should be a an animated show or like a you know what it, yes. CGI to some extent show. That's what it should be. Yes, and it's not. And that's no matter what. It's kind of like um, Henry Cavill getting booted from Superman. Whoever is Superman next is diving into a pile of shit. Like I feel bad. For that, you're, just you're, like you're, I feel bad for Luke. My, my really, really uh, topics that we were going to go on. 
Because DC's fucking dead to me, man. Like, I will never give them my time or my money. Honestly, I'm not there with you on that because DC has been so all over the place with their with their movies for the last, I don't know, eight years or whatever. Like, if they can come out with a new vision that's better than this one, fine. But I'm definitely not at all happy with the Superman decision because okay, I'm sorry. Come on. Can you get a better Superman? Let's pause the game night shit for just okay. five minutes and, and, and do the DC thing real quick. Okay. DC it is. Just for, for a few minutes because, you know, whatever. They're rebuilding. But they had the things that they needed to make a great universe. But they, they fucked it all up. And I'll be honest. I don't really like James Gunn very much. I don't. Mm. Um, I, I don't think his Suicide Squad venture. I don't even like the Suicide very much. Suicide Squad anyway. I yeah. don't think his venture was was good. It was uh, fine. I, I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy is is oh is fine. Okay, no, but the I, first Guardians of the Galaxy I thought was absolutely wonderful. Yeah, I think the it's se- a great. The film. second I'll, one was eh, whatever. So. Uh, and I just honestly like we don't even have to talk about this. I'm not speaking for you at all, but some of the stuff in his past that he got the shit for actually quite bothers me. I still look at a lot of that stuff, and I think there's a fucking problem with this guy personally that i just don't abide by but you know what he it, it's not for me to decide someone is charging with the billions and billions of dollars of a franchise and that's his business but in terms of a purely creative standpoint i just i really more origin things and i don't get yeah, it no. man i don't get I, it it's it's just so it's just so emblematic of the whole problem with DC for so long now is that yeah. they were late to the party when and, and they were chasing after Marvel's success with the MCU instead of doing their own thing and they're they're continuing to do that even under James Gunn and Peter Safran what they're doing is they're saying okay we need to reboot we need to restart the the, the DC cinematic universe when they should be saying yeah to hell with the cinematic universe let's do funky stuff let's have some crazy Batman stuff going on over here and let's do this over here and let's, I just don't think they need or are capable of doing what Marvel's done. You but know, don't you it, think they had it with Snyder? No, Snyder's boring. That's his See, problem. I, He's dreadful. We we're not going to agree on that. Cause I actually listen, man, like I'm not going to sit here and tell you everything he did was awesome, but I'll tell you, I think man of steel was a great film. Was, I actually it was, think it's, it was good. Yeah, I think a lot of his best, stuff is good. I think it's the best Superman film that's ever happened. And I thought it was a great start. Uh, and the fact that they never did it too, and they kicked this, there was way too much politics going on with their stuff. Mm. Like Batman yeah. versus Superman was not good. Um, I mean, it had its extended, moments. The extended version was actually acceptable. But it's like, I get, but the, what you read about what they did to Snyder and they used, mm. yes, his unfortunate family passing did take place. But that was more or less the precedent to kind of just push him out of the picture. Yeah. That's all that was. It really wasn't. Yeah, out- well, with nothing to replace him with. You know, it's not that I yeah. dislike Snyder as a director. I just dislike Snyder as a writer. Um, Fair enough. I think his movies, whether DC or, or outside of that, like the, um, what was his zombie movie he did for Netflix? Oh, I never watched it. I, I, I wanted to. I was it good? It was okay. Like it, okay. it was. It's like how I feel about all his movies. Like there's but something did, good there, 
but you like Watchmen? Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I loved it. Like it I actually fine. think I don't know. Like, like I don't love everything. I'm with you on a lot of it. I actually he's thought, very visually interesting. His visuals. I thought Watchmen, his... and I'm probably in a minority here. I thought Watchmen is like borderline, like like a nine out of ten. I think it was I'll have to watch ten. it again. <laughs> I probably watch it's been a long time. time. I think it's so good. Did but you anyway, watch the Watchmen show on HBO? I did. I, I liked it very much, but I thought the film I was better. Too. Yeah, I'll have to watch it again because I, you know, it was years in between the two. Um, yeah, so I think DC, like, I think my favorite stuff from DC continues to be when it's dark, and I love I love Batman and the Gotham stuff so much, but I kind of want it to be its own thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it kind of is, right? It kind of is, Potter but like that's the problem with like making Batman versus Superman. Like, you start to like like Superman. And Batman are like oil and vinegar. Like, but, sure, they can go together, but they just are naturally not meant to. You know, like they separate. I'll like, my, uh, I'll finish my thought on all of this before we get back to the game awards, and I'll just end it like this. I don't know whose decision it was to do the films in the order that they did, but the Batman Superman as an idea is absolutely fine. It's been done in the comics, sure. it's been done in the cartoon, and it works phenomenally well. But it only works if you have the fucking history of the characters being like already established, together, yeah. being together. These and, versions and, of these characters, specifically, you, yes. You needed at least another su- one Superman movie. You needed a solo Batman movie, at mm-hmm. least. You needed you an need, Affleck Batman movie first. That's what I'm Absolutely, saying. Absolutely, 100%. At least Affleck one. Batman movie, and you needed the Justice League movie before you fucking did a Batman versus Superman film. That's well, you the know what, only I, way it works. I, I 100% agree with that. I also think that, like, if they had taken um, Superman down the, like, evil Superman, you know, like, the whole, um, what is it called? Where Superman goes, e- is it becomes evil and, like, yeah, takes yeah, over I know. the world. That would have been an interesting, like, like they, they allude to well, that. They touch on that. In they the allude to that. Yeah. yeah. And then they just, gone. That was the most interesting. Like, to me, I was like, cool, this is, like, going injustice. You know, the, the game Injustice and Justice Watch 2, up. I love those games. Poker Trick Superman, yeah. Yeah, like, let's go that way. I thought they were going that way, and then it was like, nope, never mind. And it's like, DC, what are you, What the fuck are you doing? They don't have a plan. Like, wh- whether you like what Marvel is actually doing... Sure, they got a plan. You cannot deny that they have a plan. Like, it's amazing what they've done, honestly. Like, project- and it is. Like, it's I think Marvel Phase 4 is mostly dog shit. I, I mm. don't think it's very good. It had it's all leading, so. <laughs> like the, the interwoven parts are there. Like yeah. whether you like them or not doesn't matter. They're all there. They're leading. And some to are them. still quite good. Yeah, it's just that it's you know, yeah. it, like some are much better than others. Like I'll say, WandaVision was quite good, whereas like She Hulk was terrible. Well, it, it was so bad. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, and then, like, like, I, just, I thought Spider Man No Way Home was really good, whereas like. Doctor Strange into the Multiverse of Madness was, eh, you know, just no. pretty mediocre. But at least it all connects well. Like, it it's does, part yeah, of a, like a larger organism. That's, one yeah. thing, that's the one thing that is objectively done well, yeah. is that. Yeah, and 100%. I, just, I can't, at this point, I, I don't know. I, I can't go along for the DC ride anymore. I can't do origin stories. I can't start over. Well, I loved, what about Joker? What did you think of that? I hated it. With, actually, you hated Joker. I think oh, the performance. I... 
I think the performance is fantastic. Other than the fact, like, I just didn't really get my vision of what the Joker's supposed to be. Not supposed to be, or, or should be. Just doesn't really coincide with a lot of that. I love the actor. I think he's fantastic. But uh, what it boils down to, people treated him really shitty and he became the Joker. I was like, this kind of just, it, it was kind of flimsy to me. I, and by well, he also the, had and, like a mental illness on top of that. Yeah, like he, I, he was hallucinating like 90% of that entire story. Yeah, I, <laughs> and you don't really know what's true or not. And by the end, like people propping, I, I just thought that was kind of not great. I thought the script was kind of actually really weak if the performance was, but even the performance like as much as I love Joaquin Phoenix, I felt like it was, it's like, here's the Joker. Everyone should love the Joker. Here's him doing weird shit. And I'm just like, okay, man, like I know what you're going for, but I just, I don't think it was enough for me personally. Do you, do you ever feel like one of the reasons that the DC, the whole DC experiment feels so flimsy in general is that Christopher Nolan's dark Knight trilogy was so damn good. And that you go from that to, like, everything that's come after, and it just feels so all over the place, rather than, like... Like, there was this coherent trilogy that happened, and it was, you know, like, some film, some of them were better than others, but I, everything after that, it's like, we're, we're dealing with, like, such... I, I think the villains have been pretty bad, overall, and and just, like, the stakes of the, the stories have been a lot less compelling than the Dark Knight trilogy to me. But, like, I would jive with you if I didn't like Man of Steel so much and think it was... But it, it was, was just right the first the one, and then that was That's it. Right. But, like, it started really well, and Zod, Michael Shannon's Zod was awesome. Sure, and yeah. And the Hans Zimmer score was awesome. Yeah, and I need like, to watch they, that again, actually. I really, like, the way they did the origin story in Man of Steel is the way you do origin stories. Like, sure. meshing it, it's not front-loaded. Who wants to fucking deal with an origin story front-loaded? Too Mesh many goddamn... It's so yeah. well done, and I yeah. I don't get some of the people's problems with, oh, Superman doesn't kill people. Stop being a fucking idiot, man. Like, even the <laughs> Batman shit, like, oh, Batman doesn't kill people. The way I view... Here, okay, some this Batman is actually too. my last thought up before I, I pass it back to you and shut <laughs> up. We can move on. My, the way I view Batman is he is literally a psychopath that deludes himself into the fact that he does not kill people. That's the way he rationalizes the violence that he puts to give justice to Gotham. Because there's no one in their right mind that can do what he does to people in any of these means, film, video games, comics, sure. whatever, and expect them to survive. It's his moral thing that he's put in his brain to rationalize what he does as the better good. Even though yeah, it is. I mean, that's a, that's a vigilante. But he is justice, like yeah. his his moral aptitude or what he projects to people and what a lot of fans think Puritans believe about Batman is bullshit. He kills yep. people full and flat out. Not with it. Like I know in the Zack Snyder's thing, he actually uses a gun in like the dark version, whatever. Right. He doesn't need to use a gun. He's killing right. these fucking guys. Period. Yeah. The, yeah. 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 It's, he's basically like Kevin from Home Alone. <laughs> like viciously psychotically brutally violent but you know against criminals so like there's you, you gotta make it you know a, de a decision about how you feel about it. i like batman because of that actually and i think that's a great analysis of him he's 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 the good guy 
but he's not always using like good means. And, and yeah, like people, people say, well, Batman doesn't kill people. Well, I mean, have you seen what he does to people even in, in, you know, in movies where he doesn't kill people like that would kill people. That would kill you. If you got, if I got beat up like that, I'd probably die. (laughs) You would die. You smashed my head. It's off a, a painful concrete block. Yeah. I'm dead. It's, you know, that's why I like that movie Kick Ass because yeah. uh, Nick Cage's character was like a like an unfiltered Batman, basically. That would just fucking. It's like, so good. There's no first one's good. Yeah. Uh, the first one's uh, the second one's totally forgettable. But anyways, yeah. all right. The Game Awards. Um, it was good. I, I like that little DC conversation we had. That was that good, was, that yeah, was yeah, fun. Yes, yeah, that's spontaneous. Game Awards. You. Like, what were some of the things that stood out for you? Good, bad, surprises, what? Okay, um, I loved the, the musical bit uh, for God of War uh, with uh, Hozier. Is that how you say his name? Uh, so. with the, the Blood on the Snow song. Goddamn. Mm-hmm. Badass. Like, Bear McCrary out there with his little, uh, what is that called? A uh, hurly-gurly or whatever. Like, Hurdy-gurdy. Hurdy-gurdy, yeah. yeah. Hurdy-gurdy, yeah, that's it. Uh, that was so cool. And then the choir comes in. That was awesome. Um, uh, From Software making a new Armored Core game. That was really cool. So let's talk uh, about that for a second. on Because that was... I mean, I wouldn't say that is a, a big surprise. It, it's been rumored for a while, even though mm-hmm. other than Bloodborne 2, Armored Core 6 was the... Is it 5 or 6? Sorry. I think it's 6. Yeah. Six, yes. Um, that was like the big rumor that they were moving on. My one thing about it is I think modern From fans, like From Software fans, are going to be very, especially with what came after, like the the words and the interview that came after, are going to be very surprised on how Armor Core actually plays. Because if you were, it's very slow and plotting and methodical it's not going to play like how people expect from software games to play although that does sound kind of like dark souls the original one compared to where they've gone but yes i know, yeah, I know. Like, you could move quick in in your person i like the the yeah the max and armor core don't move quick like do you remember like i don't know if anyone remembers this this there was like a $450, $500 controller that you get for one of the Armor Core games. I think it was Armor Core 3 or 4. Oh, really? That, I don't know like about that. Like massive thing <laughs> that sat around you with all these buttons that simulated being in an Armored Core vehicle. Well, that's hardcore. Wow. Yeah. And that was like the most hardcore thing you could get. And it's it's like a sim, like a mech sim from what I understand. So Yeah, no, I think it's going to – I mean, I never got into Armored Core, so I have no – I have no dog in that fight. I think it's awesome that they're like, hey, we made a bunch of money off of this thing, but we're not going to do that next year. We're going to do this thing. That's old mm-hmm. school part of our, you know, part of our thing. You know, we're going to go back to this and we're going to try it instead. And I think that people who are upset and they're like, you know, we want a Demon Souls 2 or Bloodborne 2 or new, you know, I think that they need to just chill because like let From do their thing because From Software is awesome. And if it's not for you, that's okay. There's so many games to play. Just go play one of play Elden Ring again or something. You know, like who cares? Like the pretty sure that they will come out with like Elden Ring two or something next the year after, and and that's cool. Like, uh, so anyways, yeah, that was a, that was I was excited just because I, I didn't exp- I didn't really expect them to show that. I thought they would show Elden Ring DLC or something there, and 
I agree. Cool that I, yeah, I thought that's what they were going to to mm-hmm. put out. I thought it would be an Elden Ring uh, DLC announcement, uh, but Armored Core. Um, but yeah, De- From has definitely earned the leash, man. Like if you're fuck yeah, again, yeah, I don't best listen. developer in the world. It, it, <laughs> it, again, we talked about this last episode. I used to deny a lot of things. At this point, while I my brain or I might fight against it, but it's hard to deny. It really is hard to deny. I, I mean, who's doing it better? Really? It's just, they're just a bunch of mad geniuses making art. Like I've never seen a developer who releases game on their pace in, especially so, in the modern, yeah, especially in the modern era. We're not talking about like prime square who was crushing everything in like 99. You know what I mean? Those games were made in like a year. Right. We're talking about modern era shit and, and, and on like almost like a two year pace. Well, yeah, easily a two year or, or faster. I mean, and even the fa- in the two year piece, they're, they're releasing expansion packs that are uh-huh. substantial. And substantial. really good. Like, yeah, the, the level of quality from game to game, even though there's some that are generally viewed as a little bit less like Dark Souls 2, but Dark Souls 2 actually is an amazing game. It's just, a little less amazing because you expected a little bit more because it's from software, but like, yeah, it's, it's mind boggling that, that, that they get, that they can do this game after game and come up with such, such different stuff. Like yeah. the difference between Bloodborne, Sekiro, Dark Souls, Elden Ring, like, of course they share a lot and of DNA, Ring, yeah. but they, they are so strikingly different to anyone who is like a devotee of, of from software games like maybe they don't look that different in a trailer but they are so different and they are dense with lore dense with with game with level design and exploration like the thing about Elden Ring is that they just put together an open world that had never been made before nothing mm-hmm. like it had ever been created they'd never made an open world game either but then they went in and they were like Here's the concepts of game design that we're going to apply to an open world. And they totally raised the bar on open world game design in one stroke. Like, no other open world game has done what they have done with Elden Ring. It's extraordinary. So, I'm just excited about anything they do, even if it's Armored Core and I'm not an Armored Core fan, you know? For sure. Anything else stand out to you? Good Oh, geez. Oh, no, it's been a little while. I mean, I I posted a bunch of trailers. Um, What about Judas? Judas, yeah, I, uh, you know, me and Ken Levine are actually kind of homies, so nice. uh, <laughs> I, I texted him after that, and I was like, Judas looks really cool, you need to keep me posted, and he said, thanks, you need to keep making your daily YouTube videos, they're really good, I'm like, oh, thanks, Ken. Yeah, I'll by all that. accounts, Ken seems like a rad guy, like, he's, he's in super tune, rad. Yeah. but it's funny, like, like, Ken is like a guy who's in tune, but completely off the grid, like, no one, what is, people haven't seen him, this guy, in like five, six years in terms of a mainstream <laughs> avenue. Yet, uh-huh. if you follow some lesser, there's a Canadian gaming podcast that I used to listen to. Uh, I cannot remember the name of it for the life of me. But he would show up every four episodes. Well. And just hang out and talk games. Yeah. No, he's super cool. I remember I met him uh, when I went to a, a press thing for Bioshock Infinite. And it was it was really fun to talk with him about that game. Um, 
I brought up the book, The Devil in the White City, which is about the Chicago World's Fair and the first like mm-hmm. serial killer in America. It's a phenomenal book. Everybody should read it. But uh, I brought it up because there were so many like echoes of the Chicago World's Fair in Bioshock Infinite. And of course, yes, he had read it. And of course, yes, it was an influence on the game. And mm-hmm. just, you know, just a super interesting, thoughtful dude who, who makes phenomenal games and um yeah judas looks trippy and weird and so bioshocky but different yeah you know? it's 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 i was so it, excited if, to if see no it. one told you any different you would think this is just a bioshock game yeah it's so like or like a bioshock clone or someone's trying to knock off by you know like but also like at least I'm, I'm glad that that he's doing something that isn't bioshock like you got you you have to put it down after a while right you've, you've made three games let's make a new a new thing that that but i mean they are you know, and and Another Bioshock is coming. Yeah, but it won't be his Bioshock. It's not Ken. Was that 2012? Mm. Oh my god, I feel so old whenever we talk about these things. What, Infinite? 2013. 2013 yeah, was it, Bioshock Infinite. Right, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 10 years ago. I know. <laughs> I know. It's such a long time ago. It's crazy. And I love, I, it's funny because at the onset, people shit on Infinite. I love yes. that game. There, there were I some things wrong with it. Don't get me, don't get me wrong. Like, but I mean, I as much as I loved it, I still remember that initial trailer, that 18-minute gameplay trailer, and basically everything that was in that was cut. Yeah, I know. That's. I, the, I wonder what the real story the is there. The expansiveness of what his vision... Now, I don't know, Ken. They say he's hard to work for. Uh I don't give a shit about that. I think most it's people not, who are, are good listen, at what man, they do like, are. I'm 43. <laughs> like, I, I still respect you. Things aren't supposed to be easy, especially in the creative aspect. Uh, you know what I mean? You're trying to make something awesome. You, it, that takes a lot of hard work and a lot of long hours to do. Um, we'll see. I, I mean, I, I'll play any Ken Levine game. It doesn't matter. Oh yeah. Day. Oh yeah. No, I'm, that was a definite, that was definitely a highlight. Um, let me look. Let me look up. Uh, well, I'll go. Um, yeah, you go. While I while I look this up. Obviously, to me, I, I, I mean, rounded it up. The just, latest. Oh. I'm not a surprise because they they kind of promoted that Naoki Yoshida was going to be there, but the latest Final Fantasy 16 trailer was fucking boss. Yes, I mean, it was great. The scope of this game, fighting with the they call them icons, but you know, summons, whatever the hell you want to call them, just the like, just the absolute scope of it. And that 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 score that's in there of uh, from Sokin who does uh, the Final Fantasy XIV music is just everything I see from this game over and over and over again. Just oh, it I, looks, they it, could not yes. sell me on it more, and I just pre-ordered a five hundred dollar collector's edition for Final Ooh, Fantasy XIV. So I put my money where my <laughs> mouth is, like a yeah, idiot. I guess so. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, and to me, it, it definitely was, looks a lot more up my alley. Phoenix, and I'm in, man. <laughs> I don't care. I'm broke, but I'm buying it. <laughs> That's how I feel about a lot of things. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I love the I love the medieval um, fantasy style that they are doing. I, you know, when I played Final Fantasy 15, and I I only played it for a couple hours, honestly. I just like uh, I don't want to drive around in a car. <laughs> Don't get me started. It's funny. That's a game. That's not, not what I, I want to do. In this. It, and <laughs> there's things I actually like about it, but it is a narrative that makes no sense. Tabata, uh, um, Hajime Tabata, who they they say saved this game, 
if you if you actually go listen, I don't want to make this a Final Fantasy fifteen. <laughs> yeah, go on, dude. Stop. I'll go on for an hour. But if you look at the the trailer for from when it was versus thirteen to when they announced that it's Final Fantasy fifteen, everything in that trailer is not in the game. Literally nothing of that trailer made it into the final game. What hmm. they produced ditched everything that everyone wanted from versus thirteen. Yeah. into this game and then they'll say okay well at least he finished and gave us okay whatever but it's not the game that was remotely what people expected okay yeah and the narrative made no sense there's plot holes you can drive trucks through from the very beginning <laughs> to i the don't end. want to drive trucks either i don't want to drive cars or to... trucks in my final fantasy uh, <laughs> i want to ride chocobos i want to uh and and and, and 16 looks really good um, yes. I have to, I have to take another quick intermission and just check on something inside really fast. From if, if listen, just don't let your kids die, Eric. I won't. Don't let I them will, die. I will, okay, we're gonna I'm pause. Try really hard. I'm gonna we'll vamp right another small musical interlude. In Do here. it. We we'll gotta have right lots of music back. in this. Okay, I'll be right back. And we are back after that second music interlude. I'm not going to have one at the end this time. I'm running out of music at this point. <laughs> yeah. So other, so a few other things. I'm just going to go through real quick uh, from from the yeah. Game Awards. Hades two, huge announcement. No so surprise, of course. Pause on that real quick. As a massive super giant fan, I have to say that's one of my disappointments. Not because I didn't, I didn't like Hades, sure. but. I like that they move on to new things, and I will say Hades wasn't. I actually liked um, Transistor Empire better than Hades, so I was anxious for them to move on to something else. Personally, I, yeah. I'm probably in a minority because I feel like Hades is the game that a lot of people would grasp finally grasped in on Supergiant as a as a developer, and it won numerous Game of the Year awards. But to me. Uh, I mean, roguelikes to me aren't really the genre that I vibe with anyway. And sure. I, it's a great game. Don't get me wrong. But well, all their like games it. are great. Although I'm kind of an OG type. I think Bastion, man, that's my favorite Supergiant it, game. It's a lot of people's favorite. <laughs> I love it. I, I love the narrator. It's so great. I actually think Bastion's probably my least favorite. Yeah, I mean, see, there you go. At least they make a variety of games. And I totally get that. Like a sequel that's different for them. But, uh, but I think it. I think it's good. I think honestly, like, I like that they're successful with this game and this franchise. It means that they can keep making weird, funky stuff. You know, 
Like, like Super Giants, a company, if they released their own collector's editions of games from their own site, I would support them every single time. Like, yeah, I, I've had to buy like I have a transistor collector's edition that cost me like three hundred dollars. Oh wow! Back there comes in this amazing box with all this cool shit in it, but like a developer like that deserves all the monies. They're individual all the monies. Style. They're fantastic. Darren yeah. Korb, I believe, is the um person that does all their music uh he does an amazing job they have a personality and a style from visual to sound to writing all the way through all their games have a very you know that's a super giant game i'll just put it like that yeah but they mix it up and that's really cool for sure um other highlights for me uh always good to see a little more diablo 4 i think it looks good i like that it's darker looking than diablo 3 which was kind of like cartoony in a way that i don't Mm -hmm. think fit the series all that well Mm -hmm. Um, Star Wars Jedi Survivor. I really liked uh, Fallen Order. I thought that was a good game. Um, I thought it was cool that Respawn, which you know makes Titanfall and Apex Legends, came out with a third-person action Souls-like Star Wars game that was actually good. Um, and I, th- I mean, I think it wasn't perfect, but it was good. Um, they showed off Death yeah, Stranding two. Yeah, I'll just, yeah, yeah. The, the Jedi Survivor thing. I actually, they show a lot of variety in that trailer in terms of the gameplay, which I think is good. I think that it needed it. Yes. Um, the one thing that kind of just made me pause is something we talked about. I still look at that action and I still think it's a little slow. Sure. I just, well, it's, I'm watching it's him. The God of War the problem too. Yeah. Like I'm watching him wield the, the, the lightsaber. I know there's one part, especially at the end, where he he wills. It's almost like this dual, this two-handed lightsaber, where like uh, like Kylo Ren's, I should say. Uh-huh. Like, Actually, he boom, has the little side pop out, boom. Yeah. But mm-hmm. then you watch him wield it, and it's like it has all this weight and heft to it. And I'm like, okay, I know it's supposed to be a two-handed blade, and I, but it's not Dark Souls. Like, are lightsabers supposed to have all this weight to it? Like, I don't, I don't know, man. That's a good question. Right? I, I think that maybe not weight, but I think that you need to still have oomph. Yes, oomph. That's a good point. But so, I watched so, this really quick combo thing that they did with it right after he... And it's like he moves like molasses. And I'm like, this is my big problem with the first game. How slow it was. Sure. Yeah, but no, I, I, I still really liked it. Like, I love yeah. the first game. I'm just surprised that they'd made such a different game than what they're, you know, that they've ever yeah. made. I mean, these are the guys that created Call of Duty, you know, and here they are making one of the only Star Wars games that doesn't get canceled. <laughs> For know? sure. And it isn't that, Battlefront, you know, which is agree. pretty garbage honestly. Thing. And it is very needed. And it, it showcases story, how you know? a studio like that is that mm-hmm. they can go because I like – from what I understand, generally when studios hire, they hire for certain types of games. Like, if they're a shooter studio or a first-person shooter studio, that's what they hire for. Yeah. So to make multiple different games, like you don't see Naughty Dog making a RPG and an a third-person action game. Both of their pillar franchises are in the same vein, you know. Right. Uh, oh yeah, so Naughty Dog makes a very specific kind of game. Most it's hard to developers have a do first-person shooter. And then make a, a Star Wars third person action yeah. pseudo open world game. That's 
that, yeah, that's, that's hard. That's 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 really hard to manage. I mean, that's their first try. So, like, my criticisms of that game are like, well, it's, I mean, it, sure. it's your first try. Good, sure. good job, honestly. Uh, it's it's crazy because uh, totally out of the blue and unexpected too. Like, I would have been less surprised if it was like a first person shooter version of that game. You know, that you know that would have made more sense. But I, I I don't know. I'm excited for that one. I am um, too. Did you watch the? You saw the the crime boss Rocky City trailer yeah it, it looked good it looked good right like yeah, what a I cast mean, got, too what the fuck they got, like, the, people. They got yeah. the people they've got okay in this game this crime game they've got michael madsen michael rooker kim bassinger danny glover damien poitier danny trejo vanilla ice and yes. chuck norris and it's like this what? is what old this is what <laughs> Like, that's what Grand Theft Autos are built on. Right? This is like Quentin Tarantino style. Like, yeah, it's a GTA game. I was so surprised, honestly, by this. I was like, holy crap. This is like a GTA game, but an actual game rather than just, you know, rock star sitting on their ass for a decade. (laughs) Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, you need someone to fill in, take the gauntlet. No, it looks good. I, I have no complaints about that. I mean, it might be terrible. Who knows? But it looks good. Real briefly, Take Two and Rockstar. If I was a shareholder, I'd be pissed off that they have not created anything. In literally 2013 is when GTA Five came out. Where is GTA Six? When is that coming out? It's like Bethesda with with Skyrim and and Elder Scrolls. Like I know they're still making money. Off of it, I know. They, of course they are. But they could be making a lot more money if they would make another game. Well, at least Bethesda sold. So shareholders would be happy about that. Well, I'm right, not exactly. Counting other people's money. But I look at – but now the the Housers – it's the Housers, right, on Take Two? Dan's out, man. He quit. Yeah, like, and now they're out. And that's what made these games. And I'm like – I hear about the rumors about GTA 6. I'm like, eh. You know, they, they say there's gonna it's gonna be like a male and female protagonist, which is something that years ago I wrote they should do. Like, I think that's that a great idea. But what other I than have, that, yeah. The other it's not the fa- like the female protagonist, that's fantastic, man. The body and Clyde of, thing is perfect. Like really. I'm not I'm not one to say it's about time, but it's kind of about fucking time. It's like, about it's, fucking time. I yeah, wanna play a female GTA protagonist who can kill hookers. Yeah, outside of a strip club. And That's what I want. You know, so she gives you <laughs> fire, whatever. But like it's other shit that you hear, and you're like, oh no, oh no. Yeah, no. It's but it's, you know what? Uh, I'll reserve reserve judgment. It's Grand Theft yeah. Auto. They, Which will come they, out next? The next Grand, Grand Theft Auto, the next George R. R. Martin book, or or Half Life Three? What's coming next? Honestly, I'll <laughs> say Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, probably Grand Theft Auto. Because <laughs> George R. R. I like is listen, man. I don't want this to happen. I'm not trying to curse. He's going to die Oof. before he finishes the, this book. Yes. Well, I think he'll finish this one, but I don't think he'll finish the next one. I can't. There's just he's, no way. I mean, he's too old and he's too fat. Yeah. No. He's. I mean. Am I allowed to call people fat now? I you, don't know. You are. I mean, he is. I. I had a. <laughs> someone who's no longer at Forbes, but. Um, 
years ago we were, we were hanging out and talking and, and they had been invited to the season premiere of, of like season three or four of, of Game of Thrones. Yeah. yeah. And a bunch of the actors were there and George R. R. Martin was there and she said that George just kept going back to the buffet over and over and over again and everyone was like, oh God, he needs, he needs he to can stop. eat himself. Yeah. He, he's, He's not, I mean, he's not, he's a, to be fair to George R. R. Martin though, like he's a busy guy and he stays, he's got energy levels that surprise me, you know, like for a guy who's older not and, and fatter. fucking writing, I'll tell no, you that. he's terrible. He's a great writer. He, he's, he's a so great sad. writer. He's a, he's he's a, a great fucking, fucking writer. writer. Dude, it's so sad. It's such a tragedy. I honestly believe, and this happens on people that, do something for a long time. I I I just think he's run out of steam. Yeah. Oh yeah. I like, I, 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 I understand think he that. He has it all. Like he has it all. But he's like, eh. it's like I can't you know, write like, this it, next chapter from Sansa. Like she's a bitch. I hate her. I don't want to kill her off. I think, but I just can't. You do it. Like <laughs> I'm gonna really go full bore on this. I think this the show, seeing the finality of the show. And and seeing some of the things that would overlap, like I, I think, as much as I think his book would be so much better, which it would so be so much better, so much better. But I, I, there are going to be some overlaps that he gave consultation on, and he's like, okay, well, we've already seen this. This kind of takes some wind yeah. out of my well. Tail. He shouldn't have sold no he rights shouldn't have. to his goddamn story before it was done to David and fucking David. To be fair, um, you know, those guys made a great adaptation for four, four or five seasons. Yes. Can you imagine if it was made now? They had source material. Well, sure, but also, and also because it was before the current, like, cultural moment where you have to bastardize and change everything to make it more like PC yeah. and shit. But it's like, like, as soon as they had to really, really yeah. deviate from what George had written, like, without those building blocks. Oh, yeah, they like, were just lost. Dialogue. The characterization, Tyrion fell off a cliff. Oh, God, he was awful. Oh, no. It was so rushed. Yeah. So we could do a whole podcast on that. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Speaking of which, the next game is is the Game of Thrones game. No. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Excuse me. Bless you. Um, Yeah. No. uh, They showed a bunch of stuff. There was um, Death Stranding 2. I didn't really like the first Death Stranding, so. Okay. See, it that's it's funny. Like I it listen. Just, I'm a big, big, big Kojima guy. Yeah, I like, love massive. Metal Gear, dude. And this game, like, listen, I think it is. I actually liked it. Okay, I probably liked it more than you. But I hear some people Definitely. saying, like, some people are like, "This is one of the best games of last generation," and this. And I'm like, "Okay, man, just let's relax here." Like. Yeah, I think it's very good, <laughs> very innovative, but it also has some massive glaring problems in it, which may or may not take away from each person's personal experience. I liked it. I played it enough. I, I probably played it for like 70 hours. Like I, wow. I really liked the whole aspect of it. And every Kojima game has a charm to it. I don't really know if it needed a sequel, quite honestly. I, right. I, That's another thing. Like, do all these games need sequels? Meaning, Can't they just stand alone? I want to see... I, like, I want Kojima and Konami to fix their shit, which a lot of people thought they were... 
there was a rumor that it was happening. I want them to fix their shit. I want him to finish Metal Gear. I just want him to finish it. You want them to kiss and make up? If yes, because yeah. I don't care what anyone says about it. We still don't know what exactly what happened. I know everyone blames Konami, but listen, there's a lot of shit that no, went down. I think Kojima is a crazy bastard, and he probably think, did something I wrong. I think he shoulders <laughs> a lot of blame. I think that game was all of his games, especially in the tail end, were over budget, over scheduled. And I think well, look, yeah. I when I talk enough. to people who who are in the Japanese game dev scene, they they don't have the fondest things to say about Kojima. They say he's he's you know I mean, it's not like he's a, a bad guy, but just like he's not the, the the necessarily the brilliant one making these games. He's the spokesperson who talks up the ideas of these games, and then he has a lot of really really talented people working for him. And, and so, of course, there's going to be some problems with these egos between the executives at Konami and someone like Kojima, who, who is, you know, he's, he's a force to be reckoned with, no doubt. Not sure, yeah. You know, uh, and, but, but really, like, I love, I love that he credits people, you know, he credits the people at, you know, the opening credits of a game because I think he is, I think one of his magic tricks is finding good people to make his games for him. And he's got a great team. And I would love, yeah, I would love to see him and Konami reconcile, but I don't think it's going to happen because when a break like that happens in Japan. Yeah. It's Japan, man. It's not yeah. like, it's not the United States. Well, like, it's why Nintendo and Sony still haven't made up for the most part. Yeah. It's just, I don't think it's happening, but I don't know. I agree with, I agree with you. Like, even though I didn't love Death Stranding, I think that it's one of those games that's unique and and different enough to just justify being the only version of itself with no sequel. Mm-hmm. And then like I, I, I struggle to, I struggle to, uh, like understand what Death Stranding Two will be because I don't think they can do the same thing again. More I don't strands. think the next game. I don't think this next <laughs> game can be like a deliver a package delivery simulator. And I don't mean that in a in a derogatory <laughs> way. Like I know people want to pigeon. I hate the term "walking simulator," for instance. Yes, I, I do too. Because some games are great. I think it's a bullshit. You just like hand wavy negative. It it's, it's arrogant. Term. But it's we heavy. use these things to describe. So whatever, I will be beholden to this one. Uh, a delivery package simulator. Like there's uh, much more to it. But goo that will suck you into the fucking. Yeah bowels of earth and terrifying monsters that fly up in the air that are invisible. Like what I hated about death stranding was getting stuck in a ditch and I couldn't get out with my truck and all my packages were on the truck and I couldn't get out. And it was, look, I played it pre-release primarily. Here's the thing. A lot of people play death stranding after a lot of other people have played death stranding and you can like benefit from other people's. Yes. I played it alone. See, no one hard. had come before. There because was nothing later on to go you off. You learned that building zip lines across mountain ranges was yeah. the best. None way of to that do. was there. None yeah. of it was there. It was just me and the rocky terrain. And oh. god damn it, it was awful. It was yeah. it was just it. you know, it's like you're the pioneer that like sets out before civilization. Yeah, that I guess that's how the game <laughs> It's maybe meant to be played on one level, but on another level, I think like if I went back and tr- and played it now, it would be a totally different experience. What, Eric? You didn't want to manifest destiny in, in no. Death Stranding? <laughs> that's just some fucking. That's a colonialistic 
racism right there. <laughs> you know what? I, you know, I've been thinking about writing a post. Um, let's cast the Death Stranding show protagonist and like pick a bunch of actors that aren't Norman Reedus. And then, like, wait for the commenter, like, wait for the people on on Twitter to be like, "What the fuck is wrong with you? Why did you pick Norman Reedus? Of course he's going to be Norman Reedus." And I'm like, I'm like, no, he's. It, we can't pick the same guy that's in the game. Come on, that's ridiculous. It doesn't fit. Oh, <laughs> like man. Christopher Judge can't be Kratos, and Norman Reedus can't. Sometimes. Like I, like I would just probably intensely fuck with half the people that message me if I was in your seat. But whatever. Dude, sometimes I do, and then I'm like, why am I doing this? This is just yeah, some like, dude with I, no followers. Why do I yeah, care? Like, <laughs> I'm, sometimes I'm just like, I, I choose violence on, on certain days. I really mm. do. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but anyway, in, in the grand scope of things, I thought this was a great show. There are some indie games that escaped me in the pre-show. The Hellboy game looked really cool. That looked there was, cool. Yes. There was some other stuff that I just can't think of in the moment that I probably should have wrote down, but I'm not prepared like usual. There um, was uh, there was a lot. Earthblade, which is the new game from uh, the creator of Celeste. Yes, I saw that it. Yeah, cool. I, I wasn't a massive Celeste, Celeste guy, but cool. It was hard. <laughs> uh, Replaced is like a cyberpunk, like 2D pixel art game that looked really cool. I saw the card. Good. It did. Atomic Heart looks wild. Like Atomic that Heart trailer, like, holy one crap! Of the games that are going to be, it's either going to be massive or shit. I don't totally. think there's any like in between. Yeah, but I love the music, dude. It's it's the dude who did. Uh, it's Mick Gordon who did Doom. Yeah, but mixed with like Russian, like Soviet folk music, like, like strong. Yeah, like wrong, right? yeah, like that. Oh, that was no. so yeah. cool. Uh, there's the uh, Bayonetta Origins, which is a, yeah. an interesting idea. That's how that to me. That's like an old school, like not old school, but like Ubisoft. Like it when they were doing those weird things, like uh, uh, you know, when they did like a bunch of cool, like painterly 2D stuff. Yeah, at Ubisoft, like uh, Valiant yeah. Hearts. Yeah, those yeah. ones. Bayonetta Origins kind of made me think of that. Lords of the Fallen. Did you play the original Lords of the Fallen? Probably not. I, right? I did. I didn't. I I didn't get far. I didn't. didn't I actually beat that me. game. <laughs> did you like it? I I liked it, and I didn't like it at the same time. Visually, I I thought it was beautiful. I actually I, thought visually it was, but the way it played, I just I I fell out of favor quick. I thought it was a uh, a good first try. You know, it was one of the first Souls likes. Yeah. So it was like clearly they wanted to do some Dark Souls stuff, but it wasn't as good. It wasn't – you couldn't even compare it. It was just dog shit compared to Dark Souls. What's but the, at the uh, same time, I enjoyed it. The – no, what oh, – fuck. Um, I'm trying to think. <laughs> there, there was like a smaller Souls game, Souls-inspired game that came out like two years ago. Is it Forsaken? No, Forsaken. Yeah, no, I can think it's Forspoken, which I need to play. No, it, which we'll get to. Um, Forsaken. No, God, I I own this game. Okay, I can't what remember is, the name it? of it. But okay, is, the mechanic it? is you press a button, you turn to like stone. Mortal Shell. Mortal Shell. Yes. Yeah, that's, it. that's a great that. game. 
Why did I think it was Forsaken? What the fuck is wrong with me? I'm not way kind off. of word that you would associate with this kind of genre. Samsonite. I was way <laughs> off. Uh, Do you remember that Mortal from Shell. Liar, Liar? Mortal Shell. You know, Liar, I need to go. Liar. I'm a dumber. I love, I love both of those movies. By the way, um, yeah. Mortal Shell. Uh, that's it. Yes. I love Liar Liar, but I didn't love that. Like, I don't love. I I really hate movies where divorce is reconciled. Okay. Like, I feel like divorce is a good thing, generally speaking. Like, if you are not happy in your marriage, you should be like... Like, when people are like, oh, I just got divorced, and, and other people are like, oh, I'm so sorry. No. When I hear someone's divorced, I say, congratulations. You probably got out of some bad shit. So, I don't... I, but anyways, I'm getting uh, I'm getting off the beaten path here. Uh, <laughs> I am a divorcee, so... Um, uh, anyways, Mortal Shell is great. I need to go back to that game. I never finished it. Super, so did you super like it? Good. Was it good? One of my favorite Souls likes. Absolutely, one of the, the best Oscar, there was. Um, they give you a free download for like that that the metal version of the yeah. soundtrack. Did you did you listen to that? <laughs> no, I didn't play that. I, I saw okay. it. I wrote about it, and then I never got around to it. It was one of those okay. things that it came in at a time at a time when I was really busy, which is like my whole life, basically. Yeah. Um. I no, I really like Mortal Shell. That's I think that's one of the the most awesome souls likes because they really capture the 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 the, the mood also. yes yes and but, visually, uh, you know it, it's not it doesn't compromise visually it's it's no. right there it's gorgeous and and they yeah. have like they have like people sitting around playing like their little loots around the fire and then you go kill them and you can pick up the loot like i just it's a cool it's a cool game um i need that makes me think i need to go play that soon yeah we were just talking um, about Souls likes, or so, yeah. So I just wanted to bring that up. Um, Speaking of what we we should talk about, what, we, what we've been playing. I've played a yeah. few games recently. We'll move I, on I've to the actually, game awards. I mean, yeah. what would you rate the game awards? I, I honestly, to me, I'll give it an A. I thought it was a it's great. It's the best show. it's been, definitely. I agree, and I, I, I think the, I think, with the creative control that Jeff now has, mm-hmm. the, the the future is only going to be better. I agree. I want to go to one, actually. I would love maybe to. I'll, maybe I'll go to next, go next year. That'd be super cool. We could do like a, a podcast on site. I would love to. Maybe we get Jeff to come. Jeff's to Canadian. I'm Canadian. Yeah, you go. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> all Canadians uh, are the same, eh? <laughs> we need to get guests on this show, eh? Yeah, you hoser. <laughs> yeah, that's next. I mean, we're three episodes in. Let's get. We'll 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 start patterning that out for some guests. Yeah, I, I, I think it would be good. Um, so yeah, so what, what have you been into? I've been playing I've played a few different games, but I haven't played them in depth, right? I played uh Marvel's Midnight Suns. Okay, I'm is... anxious to hear about this because I I've been in and out on this game. I'm in because of the contacts, I'm in because of the developer for Axis. But I'm that, out <laughs> of the card aspect. Yeah, there you go. Having played it, I feel that way too. Okay, uh, so let's tell me about it. So XCOM is an interesting game, right? XCOM, I loved the first one. I was so addicted, to it, right? So like, I, I would say like eighty percent of the games I try, I'm totally bored with right away. But twenty percent, I'm hooked bad. And XCOM was like that for me. I was hooked bad, except and missing X- those ninety-five percent shots that made you want to throw <laughs> your controller through a yeah. fucking window. But that's D and D for you, right there. Yeah, you I roll know. the dice, right? Uh, and I, I, so I loved that. And um, 
What I don't love about Midnight Suns is that it doesn't have that, the structure of XCOM exactly. Like XCOM was all about moving, moving to cover, yeah. positioning. And that's not really a big factor in Midnight Suns. You know, you don't, you, you, you're playing and, and you're playing cards. So you don't, you don't go into it like, like in XCOM, you know what your troops can do. You know what you can, you can do. You know what you, you can strategize that way. This, this game, you have cards which are randomly drawn. And I just don't like it as much. I think it's a good game and I, I've enjoyed what I've played so far, but I don't like it as much as XCOM. And I, I think that more games should be like XCOM. I love that structure, that turn-based tactical nature of XCOM. I really, really like that. I, I would love a really hardcore D&D game to be created along the lines of XCOM. But I still like Midnight Suns. I think it's definitely worth worth. It's, it's one of my favorite Marvel games ever. Okay, because so Mar- the the card aspect annoys you, but it isn't enough to hold the game back. No, because the card, yeah, the cards you draw are always pretty good. Like you don't have like real bad cards or whatever. It's not like it's not like a lot of like card game games it's different than that it's 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 a mix of that and xcom and so that's cool and it's it's a it's a fun game like i i haven't played a lot of it you know a couple hours a few hours i don't know um i actually played the female i I created a female character and i didn't love the voice actor so i started all over again with the, the the male voice actor which i thought you know you never know like sometimes the female voice actor is better when you have like yeah. i think mass effect definitely always play fam Shep. Uh, but, uh, you know, uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla or whatever, that's the male actor is better. So that, that's mm-hmm. a big part. Like in a game where I have to listen to somebody talk, the voice actor makes a big difference. So I started sure. over and I played, uh, it's good. I think it's, it's definitely worth playing, but, uh, X, I, I like XCOM better. <laughs> okay. Like, although I didn't like XCOM 2 that much. It was too much. It was just right off the bat. It was just overwhelming to me. So XCOM Two is a game I, I actually never played. I, I played it, the first one extens- extensively. Oh yeah, I, played I liked it, on, like, it a lot. Different platforms, <laughs> but I feel like I I missed way too many like ninety seven, ninety eight percent shots that would just drive me insane. Yeah, yeah. Everyone that's has this thing. I'm like, okay, this should happen almost never. It happens far too often. But yeah, for Axis, I mean, they have a formula. They're a great developer. I want to play this game. It's worth you know playing. What? Hearing what you talk about, I will. I'll get it on a sale. I yeah. mean, I. Yeah, that's a good idea. It's a sale game, and I think they're gonna. There'll probably be some DLC characters in terms of Marvel and shit. So I'll get those. Yeah, and and honestly, like I don't even care about the characters that much. I just I like the. Uh, I like the game mechanics of it. You know, okay. like the different the moves you can make, and. But yeah, I don't know. I I wish they'd stuck closer to the XCOM format and not done the card thing i'm not a yeah, big the card thing card. seems completely new to this it seems it just i remember they actually kind of hid that when they first announced the game they announced the developer everything was like oh it's a strategy and this is fucking dope i'm yeah. in you know blah yeah. blah blah and then it was like the 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 next reveal of the game where they like, hit oh, everybody cards. with <laughs> the card thing and like yeah. okay what like why yeah. I'd much rather have like my superhero who has these powers. Yeah. And I can level them up 
and and then I can deploy them how I see fit rather than like I have to the, draw cards, you know. The ultimate alliance approach, but put it in a tactics game. Sure, like a exactly. strategy tactics game. Like you have yeah. your – and then you can power up the Iron Man does the ultra beam and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, like it's not that complicated. And there's some of that. There is some of that. But but I just don't like the I don't like the I don't yeah, like the cards. Why make it weird? Yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't know. I, like, I could see if they had made it a PvP game where you draw cards at the beginning of the match, and that's mm-hmm. what kind of establishes your deck going into the match. But to have it be the entire system that's doesn't work for me. No. Yeah. Um, another game I've been playing is High on Life. Have you played that yet? No, but I've heard really well. <laughs> So I've, I've heard I've heard mixed things. I love most it. Need to do with the writing, in terms of if you're in on the writing, you're, you're in. But if you're out, I guess it's a mess. I don't I'm know. not even a big Rick and Morty guy at all, but I I think it's so goofy and and weird that it's it that it works. Like it's 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 doing something that video. It, it's very very much like a game that's aware. That it's a game, you know, and yeah. so it's fun as a, as someone who's been playing games for so long to just to just kind of have a, a a goofy experience like that. I like that. Um, like, what type of game is it? It's a first person shooter. Okay, where your guns all talk constantly. Okay, <laughs> it's not. I thought it was going to be super annoying, but I actually think it's pretty funny and pretty fun. Um, and what else have I been playing? Oh, The Witcher. I'm back into The Witcher 3 in the okay, next-gen yeah. update. It's fun. Goddamn just, gorgeous, I, man. Okay. I just downloaded it, and then I was like, why isn't this recognizing my old save on my console? Ah. And there's a whole process. you got to re-download the old PS4 version, load up ah. the old save, then resave it, and then it acknowledges it as a new cloud save. You delete that. Re-up, re-download the PS5 version or, or Xbox Series whatever version, and then it recognizes your new save, and that's how you're in. So, you know, I just started a new game, so I didn't... I, I have... I actually started on Steam. My my previous version was on uh, GOG. Good old game. Okay. GOG.com. Uh, so, I could do that instead, but I was just like, I just want to try it. I don't care about my save. So I just started it over, and it's 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 lovely. Combat is still garbage. <laughs> I'm sorry, The Witcher has terrible combat. It's so floating. Yeah, I, I, I never, it. I never actually hated hated it. I, hate I acknowledge it so that bad. it's not. I acknowledge that it's not like great, but it's not. It was fine to me. I like. I I, I heard some people like say they hated it. It was absolutely horrible. I don't know. It was passable to me. It's floaty. That's what I don't like. It about definitely it. Like, is floaty. What, I, what yeah. I like is when I hit somebody with a sword, that it, it's crunchy and that I feel it. You feel that. That's why I love Dark Souls, right? Like every hit counts. And in, in, in The Witcher, I'm like, did I hit? Did I hit him? Like my sword hit him. I think it uh, hit him. I don't feel it, you know. So, um, and the other thing, I played the raid in Modern Warfare Two. They just released that. You know, I, I heard played it's great. Eh. It's it's a good raid. It's just it was stressful. <laughs> what okay. can I say? You're like solving puzzles. Like you have to coordinate. It's great because it makes you coordinate with. It's a three player raid, right? You've got to like solve a puzzle 
together. Everyone's got to be in different locations, like reading off to each other. Like the, the like there's like Russian new like Russian letters, and they correspond with numbers, and everyone's got to read off the numbers. And uh, but then they throw on just insane amounts of difficulty. Like you're just getting bombarded and attacked by by freaking and like bots that just kill you so fast. And there's bomb drones coming in and there's gas that kills you unless you go underwater. It's, it's honestly, I just felt stressed out playing it. Maybe I'm just too old for this shit. I don't know, but I'm glad they're doing different things. Like that's cool. Um, so I, yeah, I, I did that. I did, I played one raid and it was fine. I've, I've just been dabbling in a lot of different games in the last couple of weeks and that's been fun. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. That's what I've been playing. Nice. Yeah, it sounds like you've been jumping into other games compared to of, recently. That's good. Yeah, yeah, no, I, no it's, I, it has I, I'm surprised. I, I, I don't know if you do or pay attention to any of this. I recently got my my PlayStation Year recap, and uh-huh. my my hours were actually up this year. My gameplay was up. My my trophy levels were up, and I'm I'm very surprised because I feel like I'm a guy that struggles for for time to play video <laughs> games. I, I just yeah. Like I look at last week. Last week was a week that flew by. I played on Monday, and then the I tried. I was like, it, it was it was the Thursday evening where I finally turned my my PS5 back on. I was like, I haven't even turned this fucking thing on since Monday, and I'm like, okay, I mean that's four, almost four days, right? So, whatever. Um, what have I been playing? I've been playing. Okay, so I'll, I tried the Forspoken demo. Yeah. That came out, and I like I'm I'm into this game. I like uh, Luminous Pro- Luminous Projects as the developer in Square, um, and and the whole the gameplay vision for the game I'm in, but it, the the main character and the writing just continues to be terrible. It, it is I don't know what they were going for this this. Japanese vision of what Western people like they're trying to capture. I don't get it's not a problem even with the main character, although the entire inspiration for this game was Agni's um philosophy, which was a a CGI trailer slash tech demo that came about came out probably four or five years ago. And that that's the basis for this game. And I wish they would have just carried that forward as opposed to taking the anime trope of modern girl gets transported to fantasy Ooh. anime world and God, <laughs> fish out of world water. And here's yeah. my new school terminology. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's kind of weird. I hate it. Yeah. But it doesn't, am I playing the gameplay is good enough. I think it's going to be good enough to, ignore a lot of that shit yeah but i don't know man i i think they kind of have they have their balls in the vice with a lot of this stuff because they don't have enough time to fix any of this stuff nor do i think they want to fix any sure. of the dialogue or vision for it it's too late um, now yeah like there's some there's some mild tech issues with the demo but all in all i had a lot of fun playing it uh, I, you feel you you feel powerful. I should say that's good. I like that. With a vast array of 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 magic and powers that are like 
big in scope. Like you're doing some pretty epic shit to things and the environment. And the part, like you move quick. Um, if they iron out some of the stuff that they plan, and they said, like, I, I will give it to them. The the their social media um, reached out and said we're aware of some of the things that people are complaining about, and rest assured, these things are will be addressed day one. So well, we all know what day one patches do to games these days. So yeah, they're huge. Whatever. And then you need a day seven patch and a day sure. ten patch and a hot Which fix. This game honestly <laughs> can't need. Yeah. Which I I don't recommend playing on day one on pretty much anything. So, yeah, yeah. um, I, I played the demo. I liked it. Uh, what else did I get into? I, I'm obviously still playing God of War Ragnarok. I, yeah, I, played I a can't bit more believe. That. I can't believe people. I I wrote this to you. I can't believe people yeah. are like finishing platting this game in 40 hours. I'll tell you that. That's crazy. I know. Feeling crazy. Like, I know I'm a slow player. I play games slow. I like to yeah. take everything in. I like to take in-game pictures with the in-game photography oh, yeah. thing, which was just yep. added. I, I like that, which makes a gameplay slower. But I don't think I'm that slow. I got to tell you, I'm like 28 hours in, and I, I don't want to spoil anything for anybody, but I feel like the story is just kind of getting going. Oh, and. <laughs> I, I look at like the collectibles, for instance, um, which kind of give you a gauge on things, and they kind of indicate that I'm I may be approaching the halfway point. But even that, like if if that is accurate narratively, they have a long way to go. Yeah, hmm. because well, there's so much. There's so much. Like it's it's just started. Like hmm. I don't. Have you been playing God of War Ragnarok at all? Uh, just no, not a lot. Like okay. I, I played, but I again, it's it's I've been, I've been playing so many different things, kind of just just a bit, you know. Like it doesn't matter. I just that's I only asked that question to ask how much I could actually talk about. But yeah, we're, when you finish, I'll, I'll probably finish this game before you. But when you finish, yes. I, I think <laughs> it, we can have a great conversation about it because there's this is a game I'm really into. And I love, but I do have some issues with that are not only some of the things I talked about before, but there's some other things as well. And like, you're a great critic. Uh, I, I, I believe that. And I think I'm a very good critic of games as well. <laughs> um, so I think like a lot of people have these spoiler casts and I'm like, man, this is some surface level shit. I yeah. feel like when we're done, we can actually get into. Oh yeah, we're we're, we're going to have to have a, a big old yeah. God of War podcast for sure. Because, yeah. And it's a game that deserves a conversation yeah, like this. I think so. I think so. And and I, I I just need to set aside some time and really like hone in on it. Just so much going on, you know. It's oh, tough. for sure, dude. Like, I, and and like, <laughs> I have so many ideas I want to do. Like, bottom line, <clears throat> I this game before January twenty sixth because that's our scheduled C section for our baby. Oh, there you go. Yeah, and that has to happen that. because when that movie comes out, I'm in trouble. <laughs> yeah, like I'd like to do. We have like I'd love to do an end game, end of the year gaming music podcast if we have That'd time. But yeah, man, there's, there's lots just, of ideas. Yeah, lots of ideas and very little time. Very but little time. Like, yeah, Ragnarok's still going. Um, what else I had here? I had another game that I was playing. Um. 
Oh, and I just wanted to end on a, a shout out to Chain Echoes. Like I said, I'm trying to uh, hook up an interview to interview Matthias uh, Linda. He's the guy who developed the game, but it's yeah. a, a very 16 um, bit inspired RPG that came out that is very, very highly reviewed. I recommend everyone go out there and play it and purchase it. These are the games we should support. So uh, I'm, I, I've only jumped in really quick. Uh, not because I, I didn't want to, it's just again, time, but yeah. it's a game I definitely will play and love. I know I'll love it. And I encourage everyone out there to play it too. If you're, if you're into RPGs, I should say. Which you should be. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, yeah, I, I love them. I love them. You should <laughs> love them. Everyone love them. You should love what I love and you should hate what I hate. I don't hate so, it. So yeah, like we're going to, we've actually gone a little bit long here, yeah. but, yeah. um, time is time. Who cares? Time is time. But it is the holidays, man. And it's, it's Merry Christmas time. And I love the holidays personally. And I just think we should end on a really positive vibe for, for the holidays. And just yes. let's talk about some of our awesome memories in terms of gaming and, and, and family and, and what you remember and associate with with all of this. I, I thought it would be a feel-good topic to end I on. I agree. Can we take one little tiny break before we do that? We can. I'm sorry. And I'll take a, find something a, awesome to fill the time in, Eric. Give me one minute. I'll be right back. And then Uno let's momento. Do, we'll Uno be right momento. back. And, and then we will do Christmas. <laughs> All right. And we are back. Little did you know, we just had an hour conversation off camera yep. about life, trauma, Twitter, relationships, kids, and everything. That's that's the good stuff that if you subscribe to our future Patreon you might get to get to be involved in. Yeah. You can hear all about our mental and relationship trauma. Yeah. All for yeah, five bucks. The good stuff. Five dollars a month. But let's just... let's end this uh, wonderful episode uh by by on a positive note. Let's talk about Christmas and the wonderful memories we have wrapped up into it, gaming, whatnot, whatever, and then we'll finish with a couple of resolutions we have for the new year. I mean, I'll just preface this with saying I love Christmas. I don't view it as a religious holiday, even though it is a religious holiday. I just see it as a time to be with family and and to share with my family. So, I mean, that's why I'm more than willing to say Merry Christmas. So, yeah. I mean, I think being with family is religious, right? Like, ultimately, like, you should view religion in that lens. But yes, yeah. I agree. Like I I also don't necessarily I, I I guess I do have some religious uh hangers on, I guess. I don't know. Like I think Christmas has been co opted by corporations that want to sell you shit and like I, I find the whole like war on Christmas thing very laughable, but like my I'm with you. Like my, my love of Christmas is it's, it's hanging out with family. Yeah. It's good food. It's the Christmas lights. It's the tree. It's the, de- it's the decor. It's the music. I love Christmas music, man. Like, I don't know. I do too. Like, I just love it. I love the whole, the, the whole like symbolism of it all. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's lovely. And, and ironically, like the idea that it's religious is controversial. 
it's been controversial for hundreds of years. Like Christmas was not like a big Christian holiday. Like they, like a lot of Protestants thought that it was a Catholic excuse to get drunk, which is, you know, I'll take any excuse, but, sure. uh, you know, like, like me up, Christmas was kind of like almost a pagan holiday for a long time. And, uh, you know, like a lot of Protestants were like, no, no, it's, just, it's Easter and Christmas is like what those drunk Catholics do. And I'm like, yeah, give me the drunk Catholics. That sounds fun. <laughs> I like I like Christmas a lot more than Easter and uh but I don't love the presents and stuff. Like I I'm not gonna lie. I like I like the presents for little kids, but but for sure. me it's 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 everything else. It's the music, it's the lights, it's the it's the family, it's the dinner, it's it's the spending time together. It's like it's like uh Thanksgiving with with more with more much cheerness and yeah, pomp cheer. and ceremony yeah. and Stupid Christmas hats like I'm wearing. Yes. Oh God. That's like terrible. I just I I love it, dude. <laughs> I I love the the corniness. I suppose yeah. what people would coin as corniness. I I I love it. I I have a two and a half year old who is this is his first time really seeing Christmas and yeah he, he loves it. It's amazing. He thinks it is the coolest thing. He loves decorations and <laughs> all this stuff. And it makes me love it all over again. And it makes me want to make it awesome for him. Well, even the best parodies of like Christmas are still Christmassy. Like, uh, like, uh, Christmas vacation. Yes. And these are the movies that I still will play a Christmas it, story. Yeah. National Lampoon's Christmas vacation. Or like, like South Park Christmas specials. Yes. That too. As, as irreverent as they are, they are still obviously loving Christmas. Yes. That's what I love about Christmas. Even making fun of Christmas is embracing Christmas. Yes, it is. There's really no other holiday or time that can that can like poke fun of itself and have such a nice experience as Christmas. I I just I adore it. My favorite time of year. The the last couple of Christmases we have done uh Italian Christmases. So instead of doing like like the traditional Christmas dinner or whatever we've done, like uh, Italian dishes. And we set up like, we, we like showed up and like dressed up all nice. And my son, who is 12 now, but was younger then, set up a whole like murder mystery dinner thing for Christmas that was all based on, uh, what's that game? Um, what's that, uh, the game where you have to decide who the, the sus Clue? Well, it's like Clue, but it's it's the new game that the kids play. Slender God Man. God, no, not Slender Man. That's a terrible <laughs> thought. Oh God, I, I can't even know. think of it. I think I think it's just. Uh, anyways, Christmas is awesome. I don't love having to buy shit for people. No, I don't that... even like to get gifts, but I love the the Christmas tree and the lights and mm-hmm. the whole thing. My earliest uh, memory of Christmas is sneaking into the liquor cabinet at my grandparents' house. Oh, wow. And just, I found a bottle of something, and I drank it, and I got all warm and fuzzy. I was like, I love Christmas now. I was probably like 14 years old. Okay. You know, at the right age for that. Um, 
It was probably like a really cheap cherry brandy or something. It was like a brandy that. for sure. They oh, they made wow. slush. They, they would make the slush uh, brandy slush for everybody yeah. at, at Christmas, and I was like, "What's this bottle? Go 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 go! Oh, I feel good now. Woo!" <laughs> Christmas was always for me, like, I have a very big Catholic family. So my mom's family, she was one of eight siblings. And almost every one of her siblings had kids. And I was the oldest of all of them. So at Christmas, we would have, we'd all go to my grandparents' house and we would have a great big party. And it was awesome. I just, still some of my favorite memories. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Me too. I, I just, I remember, I'm going to get to my gaming memories, but I remember going to my aunts, my aunt and uncles, and they made it magical. We would, we would go down, we would sing Christmas carols, and then Santa would show up. Dress <laughs> up Santa, and we'd sit on his lap, and we'd get a gift. And it just seems so, like, I, we would look forward to it every year. And I, yeah. I mean, that's where we are now, and like we're parents now, you're you have kids much older than me, and it's like, how do you take that legacy forward and 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 make it your own? And that's kind of what I'm on the cusp of now, and I I can't wait. But personally, I look at like me, some of my best Christmases in terms of like gaming standouts. I remember getting Fantasy Star Two um, <laughs> as a Christmas gift one year, and this game like anyone that remembers like that far back would remember how expensive games used to be like fantasy star two, when it came out in Canada, it was like $129 (laughs) or $119. And that's like in, in like, like early nineties money. Like that's just that for inflation, man. It came with this, like a full, fully colored, like guidebook. In the box. Yeah. Like, oh, like it came with that. Books. Yeah. Yeah. And it just, I, I remember getting this game and I was enamored with it. Like Fantasy Star was like my favorite franchise. It, it's the reason why I play video games more or less. But that is like the glaring standout for me. I mean, of course, there's so many games I got over the years. Resident Evil 2 was one of them. Actually, Resident Evil 3 as well, which was not as awesome, but. Yeah, you you get these video games and you have these memories of going down in the dungeon and just playing them forever. <laughs> and because you know, these days, I, I feel like kids have it so made with games. Yeah, these so, rooms and this and their TVs are all compatible. Like back in the day, like the '90s, those TVs, most of them, you really had to work hard to make them work with your video. Well, games. also like the concept of free to play, like. There were no free to play games that were good back in the day. You had to get that as a gift. Sure. Because you didn't have any money. Nowadays, like my son, he, he plays tons of games. Half of them, at least, are free to play and they're good games. Crazy. You know? Yeah. When I, when I was young, honestly, I started to, I, I got a, I started a shot glass con- collection. So like my, my aunts and uncles would buy me shot glasses from places they would go. And I think that was a bad precedent to set <laughs> to buy a 15 year old shot glasses. 
I didn't get a lot of games, but I got shot glasses, and here we are. What's your favorite uh, shot glass, Eric? I don't have one because that's not what shot glasses are for. <laughs> I, I I think I I have a, a a box of shot glasses in the garage, and they all do the same thing when it all yes, comes do. down. <laughs> and who needs one? You just need the bottle. But uh, yeah, no. Um, yeah, I don't know. Christmas, man. It's a good Christmas, it's a good time. Man. New Year's resolutions? Do you I I mean I got I, a few, but uh, let's hear got? yours cuz I'm paralyzed with New Year's resolutions. Like I I am so scared that I'll just fuck them all up cuz I usually Okay. Do. Well, I'll be pretty uh well, I have another child on the way, so we'll start with the family stuff, get that out of the way. I mean, that's a big step. I mean, I don't need to tell anybody out there, that's you in particular, step. and it's a, it's a big step. I mean, and that's after that, I'll I'll just chop my cock off after that. Um, but yeah, I got a daughter coming, and I will be a dad of two, and it's going to take up a lot of time. And yep. I love doing this podcast. I'm going to adhere to the schedule as much as humanly possible because it is an outlet for me as much as. It's important, you know. Whatever, I, and and we're gonna keep doing this as even if I have to do it with my newborn in my arms, I really don't give okay. a shit. Even if it's thirty minutes, that's right. We will yeah. do this. Um, and anyone out there with families, I wish you all the best, new or old. Uh, enjoy Christmas, enjoy the new year, and all that good stuff. Personally, I am. I mean, I'm apprehensive to share these things because. The more you talk about it, the less real they are. But I'm writing a video game. Nice. And I, my, my New Year's resolution last year was actually to finish the script. And it's, I'm close, but I didn't. And my other New Year's resolution was to actually put a, a, a demo into Dreams or RPG Maker, for instance. And I never got around to doing that. And I'm not young. But that's my New Year's resolution for this year. Oh, to yeah. finish my script, which I know I can do, and get some sort of working demo together, and then sell all my blood and semen <laughs> to raise some money <laughs> to fund my game. Fucking A, man. Eric likes that. Eric I likes like that it very much. Sell your soul, man. Sell it. Nothing. Yeah, I mean, my, you might as well. You don't own it anyways. <laughs> Do you own your blood? Do you own your semen? Not really. <laughs> They're just things you borrow and bleed. We give it away anyway. We give it away, man. We give it away. Well, I like it. I like it. I have so many creative ambitions that I constantly fail to achieve. And I guess that's the lot, man. Like... We'll, What's we'll see. one? Give me one. All right. Is there a book? Is there a... Mm. What is there? There's so many. Okay. I have one. I have a, I have a um, an idea for a video game that is basically a Shire simulator. Okay. Yeah. Like, I love the first 80 pages of The Fellowship of the Rings. When you're just one hanging one. out in the Shire... With the hobbits, he's chilling, smoking pot, yeah, eating more food. Of yeah, just chilling in your hobbit hole. And I want to make a video game that's just that. 
It's like Animal Crossing, but you're a hobbit. And you're just like chilling. And that like, sounds like a fucking great idea when you sell yeah, it with fuck yeah. It's a great fucking idea. It's a great fucking idea. And that's what I want to do. Like, that's my ambition. I want to make a game. Just translating the score from the trilogy yeah. right into an Animal Crossing simulator with exaggerated yeah. cartoony Hobbit graphics. Yeah, dude. Smoking and leaf. It's it's not like the, you're like fighting shit. You're just like chilling. And you're you're you got your like larder of like you got your cheese rolls and your fucking yeah and you, you got, gotta make a birthday party and shit like your your goals are like really like stupid. You got an like, ambitious neighbor yeah. neighbors. Yeah, and, and you, you maybe can get a wizard to come. Yeah, <laughs> you get a wizard if if you're really really good at this game, you can get a wizard to come shoot fireworks off for you, and that's it, man. That's the game, and I want to. Wizard arrives exactly when he presumes to. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. It's just like the end game. Like, you know, yeah. it's it's a chill ass Hobbit simulator. That's that's my that's my game. That's I, I my saw the, uh, a meme for that. <laughs> Wizard arrives pres- exactly when he presumes no later and no earlier. And it's like all the all the soldiers that died at Helm. They they're like, fuck you, man. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Everyone, thanks for being on this little bit of scattered brain episode of Games yeah. Night. But we're always going to be a little scattered. We had a lot of fun. Yeah, it was fun. On it was and really off fun. camera. Yep. Um, and if you subscribe urban. to our Patreon, you might get the off camera stuff. We don't have a Patreon, so you're screwed. But not yet. Merry um, Christmas. Merry Christmas to all you out there. Follow us on Game Night at Substack and all the relevant, relevant, relevant. Revenant. Podcast endeavors, Apple, Spotify, all that good stuff. <laughs> we will be back in the new year. We're going to do our game of the year stuff. I would like yep. to do some game music stuff, possibly, to recap oh, yeah. if we have time. There's a lot of possibilities and a lot of idea, but again, it's just time. Time. There it is. Time. Where does it go, we man? We need more time. Anyway, Eric, uh, this is Really, the send off to 2022. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. I love Year's. you, brother. I'm glad we got love to do you, this. This is very fun. It's very nice. Cheers to everyone out there. Merry Christmas. All the best to you and your family. Tip your bartenders. Tip your bartenders. Later, guys. <laughs> Bunk. Bye.